Hey, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility. Um, last week, I talked about this idea of putting God first and just the different aspects of you know different motivations and different challenges we have in putting God first. I, I think you know, one thing I didn't say that I wish I would have said is that, you know, the greatest obstacle of putting God first is me, <laughs> is is me and my, um, you know, my, not, not only my flesh, my, you know, desire for comfort or satisfaction or, you know, those kind of things, but, but I think even just my way of doing things and, and even just this idea of how, what does it look like to, to really be open to God's design and desire, I think, especially in relationships, but in various aspects of life, work, um, uh, how we handle our finances, all those kind of things, I think, as well. Today, I want to take a little bit of a twist, and, um, you know, here I am, 64 years old, I've I've lived a lot of life, you know, still kind of young in my elder age, age, but, but just really looking back on lessons that I've learned and and even I so here's here's the topic today. Continuing to be vulnerable to God, adjusting and addressing things in our life, and taking the time to really sort those things out with God, and if necessary with trusted friends, and not being quick to react. My my um, my natural tendency when I get like a a challenging text or maybe even a challenging conversation that challenges me in some way shape or form is to react to that to well you know my my first reaction tends to be one of defensiveness and then I want to justify myself and then I want to you know convince the other person that what they're thinking is wrong and what I'm thinking is right and and I know that that's unhealthy that's sinful that typically isn't a god-centered god-honoring way to, to respond to somebody. And so today I, I want to talk about this idea of, of learning to respond. And, you know, I'm a classic extrovert. I, I verbally process things and I'm very relationally, very relational in nature. Not everybody's like me. I realize that. Um, but, you know, the classic extrovert typically wants to, you know, my, my flesh, when I face a confrontation or a difficulty with somebody, is to want to talk it through with that person. And if they're unwilling to, then, or even before that, sorting it out with somebody. And I'm learning that, you know, that there, there is some value there. That is uh, part of, I think, a, somewhat of a healthy way. But to realize not everybody, <laughs> almost not, almost everybody else is different than that. Um, Emily's definitely more, she's not introverted in her personality, but she's an internal processor. So, and other people that I know, my friends and people I work with and clients, you know, are not that way. I mean, there are some people that way, but I think it's a small percentage of us that, you know, are both, or at least a smaller percentage of the population. And so part of what I'm learning and what I want to challenge you to is when you have a tension in a relationship to really back up and ask the Lord and ask yourself and and maybe if necessary ask others like like what what is it that this is provoking in me and what is it that I need to surrender again going back to last week's episode but 
but you know, so even for me in a recent situation, you know, my reaction with a in a relationship is to want to justify, to want to, you know, explain myself. And yet, I think the more God honoring way is to really be careful and try to understand where the other person's coming from. Again, these are common relational tips, by the way. This isn't rocket science, but, but, but. For me, again, this is unique to me and my personality and my makeup as a person, but to really step back and, and to kind of go, okay, what do I need to be aware of? And, and this person's issues, concerns, um, experience is legitimate. And so I need to be sensitive to that. Uh, um, and, and so, again, it, it can involve things as simple, you know, I'm a... I'm a touch person, you know, I, I, my love language is, what part of my love language is touch, and even the difference between Emily and me, and Emily's changing in this area, but, you know, I'm, I'm a hugger, I'm, I, I, physical touch is important to me, well, I realize that not everyone feels safe or comfortable with physical touch, now, again, I've always been sensitive to how I touch women, or, you know, hugging women, or, you know, that kind of thing, I mean, I, I, I've, obviously become more careful with that as a counselor i'm really careful in in the way i touch people but but just recognizing that some people touch is very unsafe which a, a pat on the shoulder to me feels like a friendly gesture might be very uncomfortable for them and and so just things like that not trying to justify hey that's just the way i am and i'm just a physical touch person but to actually step back and go i need to be really careful out of respect and uh, out of trying to honor other people and and being careful because they don't may not feel as comfortable with that or that may even be a very a very unsafe thing for them and so being willing to hear and see and and even adjust that now again I don't want to not be a touch person but I want to be very careful even in my you know if I like put my hand on one of my clients shoulders I work mostly with men here but want to pray for them I'll ask their permission hey can I touch you are you okay with that that's become more of a professional thing but even in relationships to be aware of how touch might impact somebody and to be te- for me to be teachable to be willing to to say hey I the way I do it may need to change and is it, it, it definitely in certain situations needs to change. Um, I, my motive in touching like a woman isn't uh, isn't to try to be more intimate with them. It's just a common gesture. But I realize that is a very intimate gesture for m- many people, and so I, that needs to change. It, I'm talking about a specific area here, but what I want to emphasize today is the importance of being teachable and being willing to change and and be aware of other people and their uh, concerns. Now, again, with Emily and me, you know, we've we've talked about this of uh, you know just boundaries I need to set in relationships with women. Like I don't go out and have lunch with women, and I don't you know have intimate conversations with women. And even as a counselor, I've adjusted. I don't work much with women, and I'm really careful if I do see a woman privately in my office. But, but I just, you know, that's something that has multiple dimensions. And so even with Emily, for me to ask her, hey, are there things I do that make you feel uncomfortable in terms of even my relationships with our couple friends, where I might hug one of my 
a couple friend's wife or, you know, give her a side hug and, you know, just really even being willing to consider how that might be something I need to adjust or change. It has a lot to do with um, whether that woman would feel comfortable with it and, and to be honest, whether my wife would feel comfortable with it. So, again, just looking at patterns in my life and being willing to change and, and not overreact to what I think are needs to change, but to be, be careful and be patient. So, again, I hope this is helpful. I've, I've kind of rambled on a little bit. But it's just really, again, is the idea of being open and willing to change uh, to have healthy, appropriate relationships. And I think that's part of rejecting passivity and leading courageously is being aware. I mean, especially with those of us who are married with our wives, being very aware of how my relationship with others. And, and Emily's indicated this when she's seen me being overly connected to someone else, as a, a woman in particular, that she said, hey, I'm concerned not as much about you, but I'm concerned about that other person and what they might be interpreting and even what they might be thinking and feeling. And that that's hard to hear, but but important because it's it's easy for me to justify, well, that's not my motive. But if that makes my wife feel uncomfortable, that needs to change. And, and if that makes the other person possibly feel uncomfortable, that needs to change. And, and a willingness to adapt and change um, in, in light of those situations. Anyway, that's my thought for today. Hopefully this was helpful. Uh, we'll see you next week.